Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. Ah, how you doing, Buck? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really, really good. Really? I mean, yeah, I have nothing to back that up with. There's no, like... There's no story. I just woke up this morning after only sleeping for about two and a half hours. I didn't get any last night. There wasn't no, no, like no nothing, but I woke up after such a short time of sleep. I think it's just because it's, it hasn't registered its sleep. It just feels like a really good nap and, and I'm just feeling good. Like, yeah, let's do this. I'm ready for something to go right. Okay, <laughs> this week has been one f- fucking terrible thing after another. I, I get back from the East Coast. I come. Why is our dog barking? Stop, dog. <laughs> so I come back. My my toilet's broken. I, so I got to take apart the toilet and redo the inner the entire inner workings. Not like a flapper or something. The entire damn thing. I, I've got a flat tire. <laughs> you know, and and there's just multiple other things broken. So get this, get this buck. Yesterday I go, uh, so on Wednesday, I call a tire place and I say, I, do you have these tires in stock? No, we don't. I go, but we can have them here by tomorrow. I said, well, tomorrow's not really great for me. How about Friday? Can you, ha-? and he said, oh yeah, we'll absolutely have them in, ready to go. I go, okay, what time? Anytime after lunch. Okay, cool. No problem. Total came up to $911.08. For all four tires, mounted, balanced, all that nonsense. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. So I get to the tire place about 1230. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, uh, I'm supposed to have these tires here. You just put tires on my car. You know, you're a tire place. I got a car. Let's make it happen. We can't find the tires. So the guy who's got a very distinct voice is telling me that, oh, they never got ordered. But who'd you talk to? Pretty sure I talked to you, buddy. And he's like, uh, <laughs> oh no. And he's like, uh, maybe you talked to some other place. I'm like, really? So, because they're QT tires, correct? Yeah. I go, okay. Do me up a work order for four QT tires mounted and balanced. And don't tell me the price. And the guy does it. I say, is it $911.08? cents? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't order my goddamn tires, you douchebag. <laughs> well, I'll mm. order them right now. Well, no, no, don't bother. Don't bother. Mm-mm. So I, I get I get on the internet, and I tap, 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 tap. And I literally find a place called Discount Tire. I call this cat up, and I'm like, dude, do you have these tires in stock? Yep. I go, can I make an appointment? Nope. <laughs> I go what? He's like it's first come first serve. He goes I got like two people here now if you want to come in. Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> I get over there. He's like, so how many do you need? And I go, well, I, I I think four, two on the front definitely. The back's a little questionable. He just gets up and walks out, and he comes back in. He goes, now nah, your back tires are good for a while yet. Let's just do the front tires. All right. Dude, I walked out of there for like 220 bucks. Yeah. 
You know what? Hey, you know what, though? I mean, congratulations, dude. You know, I'm sure you knew this before, but for anybody just listening to this, this is a life lesson, okay? When you see a place called Discount Tire, discount discount anything. It's it's really worth a look. I'm not saying you're going to love it. I'm not saying you're going to buy there. But I am saying that, like, you should really turn that stone over. and Because good old Raz could have got taken to the cleaner for 9 hundred and whatever dollars and eight cents instead he walks out with a 200 and couple dollar bill like do your due diligence people this is I called, this is I monumental called, i called three other places and that that, that 900 and some dollar quote was the best one and uh the discount tire place which was in a, a shack <laughs> you know they, they did me right and they gave me a warranty on the tires so <laughs> You know, the uh, I actually have a similar a similar experience, and uh, I went to an I went to a, a to a similar kind of establishment, a discount tire place, and uh, but it wasn't so clandestine as that. It was actually kind of like a chain called Discount Tire, I think. But you know, I get there, guys, like, yeah, you need this one tire. I only needed one. He's like, I'll patch the one that you got up right now. We'll order the other one, and then we'll have you come back in. We'll change it. I was like, all right. Getting ready to leave, he calls me up on the phone. He's like, I'm not going to have that tire. He's like, let me call you back, and we'll figure this out. But don't, you know, the guy was really cool. He's like, I know you're in a wheelchair. I don't want you to load up and try to get here. I was like, dude, thank you. About mm, two days later, he calls me back up. He's like, yeah, um, not really, like, salable, but it's good. It's a good tire. I just wouldn't sell it. It's a used tire. I was like, okay. And he's like, I got it. I'll put it on there for you, and we'll get you out the door. And I was like, well, how much you charge me for it? He's like, I won't. Gave it to me for free. No shit. Still on my, Still on the van. Right now. Now I only put about maybe fifteen hundred miles a year on that thing, so but whatever. And that was back when I could drive. But at least all's well that ends well in the tire in the tire, you know, right. category. Right, right. I mean <laughs> probably the trip you took the other day to come see me was uh was longer than most trips you take, I get it. But. No, uh, that's probably the longest trip I took in years. Yeah, yeah. My cousin got married right there, but I think you're like you were maybe ten miles away. Yes, like ten miles further. And I had sushi. Just saying. You did, <laughs> and you know, no obligations or embarrassing stories to go along with family events. Yeah, seeing you was ten times better, dude. <laughs> All right, let's get started with this buck. We're going to start out with Fox Thirty One KDVR. This is a this is a banger. Uh, man steals patrol car, responds to call intoxicated. <laughs> a man was arrested after investigators say he stole a Park County Sheriff's patrol vehicle, evaded police, and was shot at by deputies in the early morning hours on Monday. Uh, Jeremiah James Taylor, 33, allegedly broke into an unstaffed uh, Park County Sheriff's Lake George substation and stole a marked 2013 Dodge Durango. Uh, he then went, 
He then went to the location of a domestic violence call just before 3.30 a.m. that was broadcast on Teller County Police Channel. The people at the home said Taylor appeared to be intoxicated. Uh, they said he asked, where's the old man that's going to shoot someone? <laughs> uh, when Teller County Sheriff's deputies arrived, he sped off. That's when one of the biggest concerns that we're going to have a high-speed pursuit with a law enforcement vehicle crashing into an innocent civilian. Taylor was spotted about two hours later when deputies pursued him. Uh, they said he took off, hit speeds of 110, and broke several traffic laws during the chase. No shit. Thanks for clarifying that. Taylor crashed at the uh, Matacat Road around mile marker four and ran into the woods. When deputies caught up with him, he was armed with a knife and non-compliant. Deputies deployed a taser on Taylor, and the officer shot at least one round. Uh, Taylor County Sheriff said no injury, no deputies were injured. The sheriff's office said Taylor uh, suffered a self-inflicted knife wound and was taken to the hospital after he was taken into custody. In addition to the list of charges he's facing for the incident, Taylor was also on probation for menacing, theft, and DUI, along with <laughs> being investigated on several other crimes that occurred uh, in the area of previous to the Park County Sheriff's Office burglary. The charges in the case are aggravated motor vehicle theft, vehicular eluding, impersonating a peace officer, obstructing, resisting arrest, reckless endangerment, second-degree burglary, reckless driving. <laughs> Anyone with information is encouraged to call. <laughs> when they catch him, he's going to have an awesome story to tell. Oh, they caught him. He's in He's in custody. He, they, oh, yeah. He Once ran he, into the woods. He stabbed himself, I'm... supposedly, <laughs> allegedly, and was taken into custody. Actually, you know what? First off, aside from the awesome story that he's going to have to tell the rest of the block when he gets there, I will. I I want to I want to speculate on that self-inflicted stab wound for a second, man, because I really think he did it. If they shot him with a taser, if they shot him with a taser while he's acting all funny with a knife, he could have fallen right on that thing. You don't just let a knife go when you get tased. Inflicted though, that is that is accidental. As incidental, yeah, and as if incidental you, to the deployment of the taser. <laughs> yeah, with somebody who knows how to write a report correctly, you're giving you're you're throwing out a lot of benefit of the doubt there, man. And you know what? The guy who reads over it, you know, the 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 commander, the lieutenant on duty, whatever they got down there for their hierarchy, you know, whoever whoever's in the next level of chain of command is going to read that and go, there are no major spelling errors. Grammar's okay. Doesn't care about the story. He doesn't care about the story. He just wants to make sure the songs, the, that the lyrics of the song are the same. Buck, I, I had a, um, a review of a police report the other day. It involved a police vehicle getting wrecked, and it was two sentences long. <laughs> could, could you imagine the gears in my head, the way they were rolling, and the, and the, the, the swear words that I was internally saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I can. <laughs> but so I, I love the fact that the guy steals a police car. The radio happens to be on. There's a call for a domestic case. He's, well, I'm in a police car. I guess I better go. <laughs> it makes me. It makes me wonder if it was just alcohol. Very possible. I mean, you... I mean, no, it is. It is very possible. I mean, like you do get you do get pretty wily on. On booze, you know, most people do. So, 
You know, it could have been, but I don't know, man. That 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 stinks of speed. Well, that it almost like, seems like he like he wanted to go to jail and figured, well, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna go there in style. Or he yeah. was, or he was looking for suicide by cop. Mm, I just think, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a guy. I, I think it's a guy who was out drinking too much and taking too much speed, and you know, said, "Fuck it, Keith Richards would have got away with it." Got in the cop car and just went to town. Fair enough. Our next story comes from the StarTelegram.com, and it's titled "Hikers Had No Gear on Cold Colorado Trail Because It's So Hot in Texas." Hikers left the Texas heat to camp on a cold, rainy Colorado Trail, officials say. The duo hiked up the Lake Como Road into Colorado's Sangre de Cristo Range on Monday, June 27th, uh, a volunteer search and rescue team said. Uh, They never made it to Lake Como, and they set up camp about a quarter mile from the lake. Lake Como is a 8.3-mile hike out I'm sorry, out and back trail near Blanca, around 210 miles south of Denver. It's considered a challenging route. After some time, they started experiencing hypothermia. They called for help and said they were cold. One of the hikers started throwing up and was severely dehydrated with a headache. Rescuers brought the hikers hot water bottles and sugary drinks to help them warm up and rehydrate. They were brought down the road and checked by medical professionals. Nearly six hours after the call for help, the rescue was complete. Officials said it was a difficult operation because of the rain making the road rocky. Lake Como Road was exceptionally dangerous this trip due to heavy rain, high chances of rockfall, and extremely slippery rock. On the descent down, there was a river running down the entire road. The hikers weren't prepared for the trek. They didn't even pack extra clothes to stay dry. Their tent had no rain fly. The hikers said they didn't have extra food or water, and they didn't have layers to survive the night temperatures. These hikers said they did not understand why it was so cold and rainy in Colorado because it's been so hot in Texas where they hike all the time. <laughs> Rescuers said they never checked the weather forecast. Uh, stupid people. We've covered a lot of stories like this in the past couple of years. And the one common denominator is shame the fuck on you. How many resources are you wasting? Somebody somebody very well could have lost their lives trying to rescue your dumbass and not being go not being able to go home to their kids. Why? Because you're too stupid to fucking check the weather report. Like, come on, dude. People. Just you know, do do a little bit of of, you know again, a little bit of due diligence, man. Just a little bit. It goes a mile and a half. Not packing extra. Mm. Well, the the rain fly on the tent was a pretty 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 stupid one, but you know the the whole concept of going camping could be fun. I I don't dig on it anymore. You know, back when I was working for the uh, the film companies I worked for, we would go out to these historical film shoots and we would camp just like we would have in, in that time period. We we saw it as fun. So in some instances they we they gave us hotels, but and a lot of times it was just okay. We're going to shoot a Civil War movie. You're going to camp in a Civil War camp. Um, World War Two, World War One, all the same thing. But you know, and back then it was like this is cool. This is fun. 
I am to the point in my life where I don't want to sleep on the ground. Unless I got a really squishy futon, I'm not in the mood. And even then, I don't want to sleep outside. I don't want to get eaten by bugs. You know, <laughs> I'm a homebody now, very much. Uh, the wife says, well, let's go camp. And I go, let's go get a hotel. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm not there anymore. Uh, I used to be, I used to put these really cool shebangs, you know, and, and, and go wilderness camping with a hatchet and maybe a couple food items. And that was it. And, you know, I don't want a ball of twine. Ball of twine. You could do a lot with a ball of twine. But, you know, I, I'm to the point in my life, I, could I teach somebody how to do it? Could I do it myself? Yes. Do I want to? No. Um, but I also read lots of books. You know, I went with more experienced people. I knew what I was doing before I went out there and tried to do it. The whole concept of, well, it's, it's the weather is this way in this state. You know, I'm going to go thousand miles away and the weather will be identical you know <laughs> guess what it still rains and gets cold in texas too so the whole concept oh it's always hot in texas no it's not you can get downright cold down uh, you know let's dude there are times my brother is a uh works for a landscaper and he will go to work eight miles away and when he comes back i'm like dude i'm su- i'm surprised you kept working through that He's like, through what? He's like, the sun was shining, the birds were singing, eight miles away. But meanwhile, here, where I live, it's like Stormageddon outside. Like, you know, the weather's not, the weather is so drastically different just between that eight mile stretch. When when Caregiver Katie and I go in the car and go to the freaking like doctor's office, we check the weather report before we go. Fuck, I've got you know. I got weather alerts on my watch. I mean, I, the, the whole concept of, oh, you didn't know what the weather was going to be is is foolish. I mean, it really is. I mean, this, this just strikes me as two New Age hippies who are, are, are you know, the, the I'm, I'm going to be a vegan and go camp in the woods and eat granola. and But I'm not going to have no concept of actually how to do it. But, you know, it, it's easy, you know, because we're, we're from nature, and it's nature will provide. Nature provides you with a quick death. What, that's what it'll do. Yeah, <laughs> that these are people who watched alone way too much and said, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Bear Grylls. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink a turd. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is stupid people. That just uh, and 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 you're absolutely right about that, Buck. You know, the, it, you to deploy a search and rescue team, it, it's not an easy endeavor. You know, and it's it's a large amount of people, it's a large amount of resources. Now, most of them are volunteers, so it's not as if there's a, a big you know financial expenditure lost, unless there's a helicopter in the air. But it was raining, so probably not. And the, the, the but the, you know you have people out there that are, have to trek up and down this nonsense, and. Yeah, you're putting other people's lives at risk to come rescue your stupid ass. Mm, Screw you. Yeah, the mental tri- they do a little mental trigonometry here. Like, mm, this all could have been avoided. Absolutely. All right, Buck, we're back for round two. And we got one story here, Plucks, just for you, buddy. Just for you. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah, we got to cover this one. Buck's absolutely going to want to hear this. This is being reported by WSBTV.com, Atlanta's Channel 2. Too much mayo. 
Subway customer arrested after shooting two employees and killing one over sandwich order. Uh, Atlanta police are investigating a shooting that left one woman dead and another in critical condition at a Metro Atlanta subway store. The reason for the shooting, you ask? Too much mayo on a sandwich. APD responded to the Circle K gas station intersection of Northside and Markham Street to, to calls about a shooting just after 6.30 p.m. Upon arrival, they learned that two female employees had been shot after a dispute about the amount of mayonnaise on a customer's Subway sandwich. Police say that the woman who was killed was a 26-year-old. A 24-year-old woman was shot in front of her 5-year-old son and is now in critical condition. Uh, a relative told Channel 2's Tom Jones that the victim, Jada Statham, was hit twice after she pushed her son under the counter to keep him from being hurt. A co-owner of the subway said a third worker was shot at by the gunman. Uh, A third worker shot at the gunman. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, woo. (laughs) Apparently they packing at subway now. Uh, He didn't hit the guy, but he uh, put up a little fight. A 36-year-old man has since been arrested. Police have not identified him, however. Uh, There was something wrong with the sandwich that made him so upset he decided to take out the anger on the two employees here. Atlanta police said that this was the case of someone with a gun who didn't know how to resolve conflict without resorting to violence. Uh, Jones talked to Statham's uncle, who said her son witnessed his mother uh, get shot, and she's doing all right. Glenn said it breaks his heart. Uh, It just breaks my heart to know that someone with the audacity to point a weapon at someone for as little as too much mayonnaise on a sandwich. The store's co-owner, Al Bailey, said no one deserves to get shot over something so trivial. Everybody packing, Bailey said. Uh, What sense does it make? They want uh, to dummy this society down. He wouldn't release the identity of the worker who was killed because he's still waiting for a family member to be informed, but said that both employees were young women who had just started at the location about three weeks ago. Uh, They were just model employees. Glenn said that there had been... They had... Shooter had been in the store before. Interim police chief Darren whatever said arguments are the uh, the majority of cases of homicides in 2022. An argument led to someone picking up a weapon and firing a gun, leaving someone dead and someone in critical critically injured. The chief feels that people should talk more and use guns less when it comes to handling disputes. Well, thanks for that fucking wisdom, chief. Uh, we need individuals to talk through. Their... Oh, shut the fuck up, chief. Let's. I don't need your goddamn hyperbole. Uh, what a shitbag. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking yeah, shitbag. I mean, seriously, goddamn. I mean, I, I, as a, as an avid hater of mayonnaise, I will say that, you know, putting too much mayonnaise on my sandwich. Putting any like, mayonnaise on your sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's like a personal criminal offense, not a personal capital offense. Like, Nobody, you don't need, you no, know, no, just bringing in a gun and shooting somebody, especially a little kid, man. No, the kid you wasn't know? shot. The kid saw it. No, man, they, the employee, the young, young kid who just started there. Mm, I mean, 24. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of young. I mean, Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to the age. I guess I shouldn't be calling a 24-year-old a kid yet. I got a couple more years before I crest that mile marker. Nah, but... I'm calling them kids now, man. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, Are, yeah. Is that is, is uh, that okay? For is me that it okay? is. For me it is. For me it is. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on that. I'm I, you know you've got you've got credentials in a lot of areas. I'm gonna go ahead and start calling them kids too. Thank you for that. I I feel personally vindicated. Unlike somebody who got too much mayonnaise on their sandwich and is now really royally fucked over it. You know, and I'll tell you what. If you hate mayonnaise that bad, let me tell you how to order a sandwich with Subway. Okay, get anything you want on it. But when they get over to the sauces, the oils, the vinegars, all the fancy, you know, shit that they got over there, I get none of it. It all sounds delicious. I've often, like, speculated in my mind to try some of these things on my sandwich. But you know what? The risk of cross-condiment contamination is way too great. Like, I, I don't I don't even want to risk it. <laughs> don't... You can't laugh at me, man. I'm laughing this at is you. Real. you. Shut up. Like, cross condiment contamination. That's a thing. I just made it up. I know it. I'm telling you, man. Let like you should always practice safe lunch. Use your condiments responsibly. Come on, people. Oh, mayonnaise isn't life or death. Well, I, I now beg to differ. Holy shit, that got dark. <laughs> <laughs> that got dark quick. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really hate mayonnaise so much that I consider this to be, in a really morbid way, a life lesson. For him. Not for everybody else. Like, you shouldn't get shot over fucking mayonnaise. That's ridiculous. But you know what? Like, this guy, he's, getting, he's lost everything now over some fucking mayonnaise. Over egg whites and vinegar, man. Egg whites and vinegar. That's 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 what that's what you're going down for. Yeah, it was Subway. It was probably Miracle Whip. <laughs> probably. Well, Buck, we're gonna go to a um, an article from InsideTheMagic.net. This is a uh, a website that talks about stories from like Disney World and Universal Studios in Florida. Man kicked out of water park after performing CPR on unresponsive guest. A man was reportedly removed from a theme park recently after attempting to perform life-saving measures on another guest. Visiting a theme park can be one of the most exciting opportunities anybody can have to make memories that last a lifetime. These thrills and experiences can be found at many theme parks and water parks across the U.S., whether it be in Disney parks like Walt Disney World Resort or Disneyland Resort, or many others, including Universal Studios Resorts, Universal Studios Hollywood, Los Islands, blah, 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 blah. However, a recent trip to a popular water park ended in disaster. A man was allegedly removed from Six Flags Hurricane Harbor after trying to perform life-saving measures on a guest who had dropped while in the water park as they awaited for EMS response to come. He was a paramedic and user injector something or whatever, it's a TikTok username, Share the incident on TikTok. In the original video, which has since been deleted, ambulances and responders could be seen. According to the user, her husband was attempting to take care of the guest when the water park's response team showed up. Even after identifying as a paramedic, she says he was ejected from the water park. No update on the guest's condition has been given. Uh, she recently shared the video that was removed by TikTok, but plans to make another update uh, from the story soon. Uh, Six Flags uh, Hurricane Harbor describes itself in this way on the incident, and it just blah 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 blah. So, Buck, I'll have you. I just wanted to let you know I did a little research on this one actually, and I looked up the TikTok user 
And there's a little bit more to it than this, too. So her husband is a paramedic. She herself is an emergency room nurse. They witnessed the, um, the person go down, went up and checked on him, found he had no pulse. And they began CPR. Uh, her husband was doing compression. She was doing uh, rescue breaths after she yelled for someone to get an AED. Uh, they were working the, the person, and then the medical team from Six Flags showed up. And they literally were yelling at them to get away from the person. And a security guard grabbed the husband from behind and put him in a chokehold to pull him off of the person. Uh, the medical team was standing there, didn't know what to do. The nurse is screaming at them to do compressions and had to verbalize to them how to do compressions. They upside of the story is the man did regain consciousness. They did restore, um, restore a, a steady heart rhythm and he was taken out awake by EMS when they arrived. Um, after they took him out, security escorted them off the premises it was there for their son's 16th birthday party. They had paid about $500 for the tickets, uh, plus parking and food, and they were kicked out for... Um, saving somebody's life. Saving someone's life. The All the comments that are on there are like from former employees as well as people that just thought they had to put their two cents in. We're about like, to- doesn't, well, doesn't, doesn't a first response... Like, aren't you obligated? That depends on the state. Uh, in, okay. the, in the state of Pennsylvania, for example, you are not obligated to act. In the state of Maryland, if you are an EMT, if you have a medical license, you are obligated to act. If you do nothing and it is known you were there, you can be charged. You can lose your license. Uh, so it depends on the state. But in almost every state, uh, if not every state, uh, good Samaritan laws do protect those that people that make good faith efforts to save somebody or to uh, aid them in some way. The comments from the employees, our former employees, are stating that they would they um, can't allow guests to do anything on their property because it keeps makes them liable, and that's why they throw them out. Yeah, so does death. So does death, motherfucker. I mean, Jesus yeah, man. Christ. <laughs> like, if these guests broke this man's ribs and he was just an ungrateful shriv and decided to be a litigious ass and sue over it, it would be less damages than it would be if he were to fucking die there and his family got a hold of an attorney. Like, Six Flags would need to hire somebody that could get Stevie Wonder a driver's license to get out of that motherfuckaloo. Especially when it gets out that, oh yeah, we had a paramedic and an emergency room nurse that were absolutely physically forced not to help him and that's why he died like that's that's ridiculous man that uh, is yeah. ridiculous absolutely beyond ridiculous i mean you're you're I, I hate when people's like well our policy is this fuck your policy for starters your policy ain't worth shit to me i don't work for you your policy is worth far less than the law or just human common decency for God's sakes. I hope, I hope that the guy still sues the fucking theme park for that shit for risking his, for, for putting his life in danger by not allowing trained medical professionals to take over as opposed to the $10 an hour. I'm assuming uh, first aid workers that take a t- four hour course. I'm assuming maybe a CPR class if they're lucky. 
Jesus Christ. You know how hard it is to become a paramedic? Uh, extremely difficult. In my opinion, it's, hard, it's harder to become a paramedic than it is a nurse. I'm, 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 I'm going to get some hate for that. But here's the whole thing. A paramedic is in the field. They are doing things on their own. They are the highest authority on the scene. They can call a doctor for for you know for help uh, over the phone, but there's no one else there to help them. A nurse, for the most part, has to have orders to do anything. Uh, a lot of times, they just do it, and the doctor writes the order retroactively. <laughs> if we're being honest, but you know, it, it is very very difficult to become an EMT, let alone a paramedic. You know, I've seen plenty of people get all the way through EMT school. First call they run. You never see them again. <laughs> Seen that more than once. Um, and, and, you know, to, to be a paramedic, you know, you have to go through a whole lot of schooling. Uh, it doesn't pay shit. It doesn't pay shit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get so tired about hearing about uh, nurses and, and teachers saying how they're underpaid. Do yourself a favor. Call your, uh, your local municipality and find out how much, because it's open records. Find out how much your EMTs and your paramedics get paid. Because if they're not volunteers, if they're actually paid, it's not much. I worked for a fire department as an EMT, as a paid EMT, running 911 calls. This wasn't a transport company. This was an actual 911. Uh, and I got paid ten seventy five an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculously low paid for what you're doing. You're saving lives. I delivered a baby. I delivered a human. I, I delivered a child in the back of a moving vehicle, and I was getting paid ten seventy five. Well, at least you earned every penny. <laughs> so, the, yeah, that's why I get like so, I kind of get my dander up when I hear about nurses and 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 teachers complaining about their pay. I'm like, there's other jobs out there that you know. They deserve a bigger platform to complain than you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what, though? I mean, the fact of the matter is they are drastically, you know, underappreciated. And I'm not just talking about nurses and teachers. I'm talking about, like, you know, there are workers out there that are drastically underrepresented and underappreciated. And I think paramedics and EMTs are in the top five. I mean, that's that's just it at the end of the day. Shame on Six Flags, man. Shame on oh, Six yeah. Flags. If Six Flags is smart. They're doing some damage control real, real freaking quick. This happened on June 27th. Um, or that's when the story was published, rather. I, I, I would love to do some follow-up on this and find out next week how, how hard that Six Flags backpedals. Because uh, I can't imagine them digging their heels in on this one. <laughs> That'd, no, that'd nobody's be, cir- that'd be some bold. They are shit. not. <laughs> nope, they are not circling the wagons of corporate. They're figuring out who to put out in front of this. They, 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 they're they're trying to find a bus mechanic. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they want somebody to go under all four wheels of that motherfucker, and it's probably going to be the security guard. You wait, you wait, because he put his hands on the dude. It said that the physical uh, the security guard went behind him and physically restrained the man in a headlock. Well, he didn't say it in the story, but she de- the wife does say it in the TikTok videos. Oh. oh, okay. Well, the wife says it in the TikTok videos. Well, either way, 
once it gets out that there was the laying upon of hands, like oh, 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 oh. like it's gonna get it's gonna get real for that poor guy. Yes, yes, indeedy. That, and I say poor guy because he is obviously undertrained, and and I again, you know, without without knowing the the full situation or being there as an eyewitness. The security guard went there and did what he believed he had to do. He he had no training. He had no concept of what a first responder is. He's just a big guy that they were like, yeah, we're going to put you on security. He's probably not even a big guy. He's probably just whoever would take the job for minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I actually feel bad for that cat because he's probably thinking that he's doing all sorts of good and he's going to be the lamb to slaughter in this whole thing. But either way. Either way. Buck, that's going to bring us to an end of another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Um, thank you, everyone, for sticking with us. We do have the Wednesday episode we're going to record here directly. Uh, it might be the last Wednesday episode of the Social Liability Podcast. That's not to say there's not going to be a Wednesday episode. It just might get rebranded because we are we're actually kind of digging the whole concept of the Reddit, uh, doing Reddit posts and 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 stuff of that nature. So it, it, it is a drastic difference from the news articles we read on the social liability podcast. So we may come up with a separate podcast just entirely. Uh, if we do, we'll, we'll definitely be plugging the living hell out of it on this show. <laughs> so um, just throwing it out there. Uh, the content is still going to exist. It just might be under a different name. Uh, We'll figure that out in the weeks coming up. It might be we might keep doing this for another week or so uh, with the dual episodes, but you know we are going to continue to do it. I just don't know if it's going to be under the same name. That being said, folks, I am the Raz. He is the Buck. Wishing you all a happy and safe week, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast. <laughs>